Well, welcome to episode one of the 25 mile drive. I'm Jake Wilkins and uh, every Wednesday I'm going to be doing a new episode. Um, and I'm just mostly going to be talking about stuff. Uh, ideas that are in my mind, things I want to rant about, uh, business principles sometimes, cool ideas, uh, stuff like that. Now, it being episode number one, you're probably wondering, hey, why is it called 25 mile drive? Well, I have a 25 mile drive to and from work, so it's 25 miles one way. And so, usually on my way in the morning, I listen to podcasts where I fill my mind with good things. And then I usually get sick of listening to podcasts or music or whatever else throughout the day. And I end up driving home just thinking about stuff. So today what I wanted to talk about or rant about, whatever you want to call it, is non-rewarding jobs or thankless jobs. Uh, I believe that I have one of those. Now, to be completely fair, my company is awesome. I work for a company called Alturas Homes and I am a superintendent for it. We build houses, so I manage the construction of homes, of new homes. And uh, so my company is awesome. They really take care of us and they're really great people. And I feel very fortunate to work for, uh, for this company. But the position that I hold is one, and, and, and I'm not saying there are tons of jobs that are thankless and, and that aren't very rewarding. Uh, and so I'm not trying to say that my job is harder than yours or that I get, I'm appreciated less than you are or that, you know, whatever. There are tons of jobs that just don't, that are, are kind of thankless and not very rewarding. Uh, mine just happens to be one of them, I think. Maybe I'm just a whiner and a complainer, I don't know. But just to give you a little bit of my background so you have some context about why I think that my job is that way, is that uh, the way that I got into construction is uh, is through a, a guy that my brother used to work for doing what's called trim carpentry or finish carpentry. And so what a finish or a trim carpenter does, it, you know, they work with wood, but they do the very fine woodworking inside of a home. So like if you have, you know, if there's wood around like your windows or your doors or uh, like the baseboards or shelves in your house or uh, like fancy beams or columns or you know whatever just 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 the finer woodworking in your house that that's what a finished carpenter does so that's what I did and I did that for a couple of years for that guy and then me and my brother actually started a company together doing trim carpentry um, and we did that for a year 18 months or something and then I had to get surgery on my wrist um, that I had broken years before uh, and then I came back and I tried to work after my surgery, but um, long story short, my wrist was too far gone, uh, and the doctors weren't really able to uh, to fix it all the way. Um, I have what's called chronic necrosis now, which means that it will perpetually get worse. It will never actually get better. It will only get worse and hurt more and stuff like that. So if you can imagine swinging a hammer all day every day and using power tools, not very uh, wrist friendly. So um, I had to find an alternative I had to find alternative employment. Um, and so, but all my experience was in construction, so I looked around for a job uh, as a superintendent. And I got hired with a really small company, and I did that for like six months. And I didn't really like that company very much. They're super nice people, but I just didn't, 
like the company very much. And so I left after six months and I got hired at Alteris Homes. And uh, on paper, I was absolutely not qualified for this position, but um, I, I was referred to Alteris Homes by um, uh, someone who knew the owner um, and, and people of influence at Alteris Homes. Uh, he referred me to them and put in a really good word for me with them and so I got hired and I'm convinced to this day that that's the only reason that I got this job so very fortunate to have this job I was able to apply what I had already learned and learn a lot more on site on on, on the job and uh, so I've been with Alteris Homes for about 18 months and the reason that this transition has been uh, kind of difficult is because it's difficult it's very it's so hard to measure if I'm doing a good job or not every day so I went from building things, you know, with my hands, and you know, when you—I don't know if you ever built anything with your hands, but 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 when you're done, you've you've created something, and it's physical, and it's there, and so it, it's measurable, right? You you know exactly what you did that day because there's a physical like manifestation of it. I turned wood into an organized. I turned raw wood or whatever into organized wood, you know? So it's, uh, it's, it's just very measurable. And usually uh, you, you bill what's called piece rate as a carpenter. So you, get, you, you, you essentially send a bill in to either your boss or to, to a builder or whoever, whoever you're working for, based on how many pieces of something that you did. So it, it's, it's just the easiest way to break it down and measure it that way. So not only at the end of the day could you see physically what you'd done, you could also uh, add up how much you made that day. So based on how productive you were, you'd make more money, right? The more things that you made, the, the more wood you organized into something more beautiful, uh, the more you got paid. And it was super measurable and visible, and it was just, it was just really easy to measure and, and know if you were doing a good job or not. Um, but as a superintendent, that is absolutely not the case. Like, there... I don't actually physically do the work on a house. So I build houses, but, but or I, I manage other people who build houses, right? Uh, who do all the different parts. So uh, I just make sure that it gets done on time and correctly. Um, and it's, it's really hard to measure that. Um, and so I, I really struggled for the last, so I worked six months uh, with that smaller builder and then I've worked for about 18 months with Altera. So two years total, I've been a superintendent and I've struggled for both for all of that two years to to, to be satisfied with myself at the end of the day, uh, and to know if I did a good job or not. Um, and for a long time, it weighed heavily on me because uh, I just go home every day and be like, "Man, did I do a good job today or not? What did I actually do? What did I accomplish? You know, am I getting ahead or am I getting behind or whatever?" By the way, I just I'm at a stop sign, so I looked in the camera and see that my eyes are pretty puffy and red. No, I'm not high. I don't smoke weed. I'm certainly not driving under the influence. I, uh, we have a lot of cottonwood trees around here. It's springtime and there's a lot of farmland around and everything's coming to life and so I have some allergies. And I took a pill this morning, but it's starting to wear off so my eyes are getting really itchy <laughs> and irritated. Um, anyway, side note. Um, but anyway, so I, I, and I just started thinking like, I, you know, I, I'm obviously not the only person on earth that has a job like this that's hard to measure. And so I started thinking of other, other jobs and there are just tons, you know, there are tons of jobs that are, that are either difficult to measure or thankless or, um, you know, they're, they're just not very rewarding. Like you might get a paycheck, but they're just not very rewarding.
And after two years, I, I, I can't say that I've really come up with a great solution, but, and I'll say this too. So my job is pretty much 95% of the time putting out fires, right? So uh, you, you, you really only get phone calls, I get phone calls all day, uh, but, you, uh, but I really only get phone calls. So every one of my, 95% of my phone calls during the day are that there's a problem that needs solved or a fire that needs put out or, or, or whatever, you know? Um, and that weighs pretty heavy on you, you know, like always solving a problem is just, it's exhausting. And I know that's part of job, part of the job for probably most people on earth is, is just solving a problem. But, um, and obviously I prefer to prevent fires than have to put them out. But, um, some, some things are just unavoidable or, or, you know, or if there's just too much going on and you can't keep your eyes on everything and, you know, so you miss stuff and then that ends up being a problem later. Um, or to be perfectly honest, if I waste time, you know, if I go to lunch for too long or I, I don't know, I talk to a, a subcontractor for too long, you know, we just, we just are making conversation or whatever that eats up part of my day that I could be checking on something and preventing a fire, but then I wasted the time. So then later it becomes a, a fire that I have to put out. Um, so there's just a lot of that, you know, going on. And it's funny. My, one of my really good friends is a, uh, is a, is a programmer or a, I don't know what you call him. A web developer or whatever so he, ma he makes websites <clears throat> and uh he's really smart and uh you know so he does he does coding and all that kind of stuff i don't know anything about it i'm extremely ignorant when it comes to those kinds of things but uh but that's what he does and he worked for this company uh, or he, he he ran the website for this company and he was the only person that did that like that ran there and it was a really big website had huge inventory and sales uh processes on the website and stuff so he was the only person managing it and uh, they wanted him to make this new function on the, you know, I can't remember what it was, but some new, some new web page with some new function. So he builds it, he, you know, he had a deadline, so he builds it. And uh, he tested, you know, he troubleshooted like, well, I don't know, let's just give it an arbitrary number. So he tested 99 problems, right? So everything, he, he could think of 99 ways to test this thing. And he did all those. And when an error would occur, uh, he would fix it right so he did let's say he did that 99 times he, he said he told me that he spent a lot of time doing that and he solved a million problems or, or and he solved a bunch of problems and he thought it was good enough by the deadline to present it um and, and knowing him he's uh you know he has he's very high standards for quality so i i don't doubt that he actually did test it thoroughly so he goes to test it and they in the meeting so it was his boss and then some other people in the meeting uh that, are, that I think were above his boss. And so they tried a bunch of things and they worked and he was, he was like, oh yeah, sweet, it's working. And then of course they try one thing that he didn't think of and it this error popped up and it didn't work and you know, it, it wouldn't work. So instead of his instead of his boss like saying, like, oh, you know, it has, it, it's, it's new so it has a couple kinks or whatever, but you know, like we'll figure it out. It just Just completely threw him under the bus and said stuff like, you know, this is completely unacceptable and how could you miss this? And, you know, it's such a simple thing. Like, how could you possibly, you know, just, just, just ripping him apart from, from missing this one thing that he just, he didn't think of. He thought of 99 other things to test and he fixed those. But one thing that he didn't think of is happened to be what they tried on there, you know, and it didn't work. And, uh, so he, you know, he kind of bit his tongue and didn't say anything. And they told me later about it. He was really mad and rightly so, you know, um, and I just think how many times that happens where, you know, my job is that way where, I, you know, I'll solve 99 problems a day 
and then I'll get a phone call or, or my, you know, my, my boss is awesome. And, and the, you know, and my boss's boss is awesome. And my, my company is really great and people don't really ever drop the hammer on you because they're, they're pretty understanding and they've all been, you know, they've all been where I'm at. And so, uh, so they're, they're really understanding, but, um, but it just sucks, man. When you, when you solve like 99 problems and then you know, I'll be working all day and my, my boss doesn't come out anymore to, to where I'm working very often. Uh, some, I don't know, once a week maybe. But without fail, he'll find something that I didn't find, you know, which is great because that means we build a better house and we solve a problem earlier, earlier than later. You know, it's a good thing. But it always makes me feel like such garbage because, you know, I spend all day every day out there solving problems and he walks through and in like 30 seconds he finds something that I missed. Uh, it just, you know... It, it's just the way that it is and that you kind of have to accept it and and he like I said he's not like coming down on me he's just you know it just helps to have a, another set of eyes um, but anyway I just so so that's usually what it is so people only usually talk to me at work if there's a problem you know <laughs> that's just that's just what I signed up for I guess um, and I you know and I'm and I'm going I'm getting better about being okay with that but uh, but I really do hate having like, finishing a day and and not having all the all my problems solved or all of my work problems solved. You know, I hate waking up in the morning and thinking about the the list of problems I didn't solve the day before. Um, but anyway, so there've been so so my it's it's just been hard to to measure whether I'm doing a good job or um, it's just been hard, it's just been hard to measure. But um, there have been a few times over the two years where where I knew that I was doing a good job, and I've never had. So as a superintendent, so I I, I, I manage the house from a bare lot to a finished product that we hand off to to a buyer, you know, somebody that buys the house. Um, and so, what that means is that I, as the superintendent, I end up meeting the homeowner, or the the person that's buying the house, um, and. and in our, you know, our relationship isn't, isn't very, it's just short. So, uh, usually about two weeks or three weeks before we close the house. So before the house is done, the superintendent will do a walkthrough with that, with the homeowner, with the person that's buying the house. And we'll walk through and we'll find, we'll try to find, you know, we have all these sets of eyes and we try to find everything that's wrong with the house. And, and then I have two or three weeks or whatever to fix it before they move in. Uh, and so that's usually how it works. So I get to know the homeowners a little bit. And there've been a couple times when, um, the reason I say the reason I say thankless is because a lot of times people don't know what it takes to get a house done on schedule. They don't know what things were out of any everyone's control uh, that caused issues that made the house be delayed or whatever. Um, but a lot of people have a very solid date that they need to move in by. For example, they're selling their house. They have a date that they have to be out of their house, and so that means they're going to be homeless if they don't have another place to move into. So often. Not, not super often, but but sometimes they have to get in by their uh, by their closing date. So you can't you can't push the you can't push the closing date. There there can't be a delay because they have to move in. And so sometimes there are problems that were out of everyone's control, including mine. You know, sometimes things just go wrong uh, that are out of everyone's control. And normally it, it would push a, a, a closing date, but you can't have that happen sometimes when when. A, a buyer absolutely has to move in and so what, what do you do you compress I don't know five or five weeks of work or four weeks of work or whatever into two and you get it done and the reason I the reason I said you know sometimes this, this job can be thankless and not very rewarding is because people don't know what it takes people don't know that you're doing that you know I don't tell them I think it'd be unprofessional for me to tell them 
you know. By the way, do you know that you know that I'm bending over backwards to get your house done? They don't care. They're, they're paying a lot of money for a house, and uh, and we agreed upon a closing date, and that's when it should happen, and, and rightfully so. You know, if we agree to, if we make an agreement, then then rightfully so. But it goes a long way when people recognize that you are bending over backwards to get it done, not because not because you expect something in return, not because you expect the buyer to like praise you or, or you know, but. But just, but just them recognizing that, man, some things went wrong and there's a lot to fix and, you know, you're doing everything you can, probably working late, late nights and, and whatever to, to get the house done so they can move in and not be inconvenienced, you know. So there have been a couple of times um, when people did recognize that. Um, one of them was uh, over a year ago probably. Yeah, probably a year ago. Um, and this guy was really cool. Uh, anyway, his his name was Nick, and he him and his him and his girlfriend and their son were buying this house, and uh, there was just a lot to do before they moved in. And he had a lot of concerns and was kind of worried about some you know some stuff. And I was able to answer his questions and make him not so concerned. And uh, you know, the, and the house was ready for him when they moved in, and he was really grateful. And uh, he pulled me aside one time in private and expressed to me just how grateful he was you know he just said he's like man I, he's like i know i know you had to do a lot to get our house done on schedule and i'm really grateful for that and i just wanted to let you know that i noticed you know i know you know i, I recognize that you went above and beyond to get it done um and he gave me a tip he gave me like 100 bucks or something and he said he said and he, and he actually acknowledged he actually said he said, and I know that your job is a thankless one and that most people probably don't realize the stuff you have to do to, to get things done. And so I just wanted to give you, he's like, I know it's not very much, but I just want to give you this, this bonus or this tip uh, as a thank you because I know probably, probably everybody doesn't thank you and you probably aren't treated very well all the time. Um, what he didn't know was that a lot of things were going wrong right then <laughs> in my personal life. Uh, not like not like in my marriage or anything like that, but we uh, but we needed money right then, you know. And I can't remember if we had like car problems or, or whatever, and uh, we were just right on the threshold of like barely not having enough to get by that month. And that hundred dollars got us by that month. Um, so you can call that what you will, but uh, that meant that meant a, a lot to me that that he would just 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 recognize, you know, that that it's it, it's it's a lot of work and, and I, I wasn't I don't I wasn't getting his house done for a, a tip you know I wasn't I, I wanted to I wanted to deliver what we agreed to you know I wanted to do my job well and I try 100% of the time to do my job well but a lot of people don't know what goes wrong in the process of building a house there's so many things that go wrong building a house and it's all fixable but um, but sometimes you know some houses are just a lot more work than than others and so it just meant a lot for him to recognize that. And the other one happened just uh, two days ago, or yesterday. Um, I just closed the house on Friday. Uh, and then yesterday, I stopped by just to make sure that they moved in, or, you know, they were all getting all moved in and everything. Um, and there, so there, theirs is a little bit different. So theirs was, had a ton, <laughs> their house was a disaster uh, about three weeks before they moved in. And it was mostly because of one contract, or it was two contractors, but anyway. Uh, we had a lot of issues with the tile, and we had a lot of issues with the sheetrock and drywall. And uh, that, both of those two trades uh, being messed up, 
pushes other trades back, right? So them having to fix their work meant that other people couldn't finish their jobs either until they were done. And so it just kept pushing everything and pushing and pushing and pushing. And their house was an absolute... So, like I said, so we do a walkthrough about two weeks before they close or sometimes even one week. And so uh, two weeks before their house was supposed to close, we were supposed to have a walkthrough. And I had to, I had to call my boss and say, look... I was like, I'm really sorry, but I, we don't need to we don't need to push their closing date. But can we please push the walkthrough date because I need a few more days. I didn't want them to walk through the house and have it be a disaster. Still, like it was, it looked like a bomb went off. Like it was not ready for them to walk through. When we do a walkthrough, uh, we like to have the house done. I mean, like cleaned and done. And all we do is go put little pieces of blue tape on everything that is messed up. And usually, it's not very much. It's like the it's the things that we missed. And so all that's left between the walkthrough and the closing is just some touch-up stuff it's really easy just small stuff so i didn't want them to walk through and have the house be dirty and have things not be done because it's just not a very fruitful walkthrough right and also it's disappointing for them and not fair to them to see their house in that state so i asked them to move the date like or the move the walkthrough date like three days or something so on the date that we were supposed to do the walkthrough uh, that night they went they were just curious and so they asked their realtor if they could get in the house and and look around and they did, and they saw what state it was in. And they they didn't tell me this at the time. Like, they didn't write an e you know, they, they could have written, like, a nasty email to Alturas saying, what the heck is wrong with our house? You know, there's no way this is getting done. You know, they could have just exploded, like, and they would have been justified. <laughs> like, it was it, it was it was bad. Their house was really bad. And this is this is two weeks before the closing and three days before I before the walkthrough, before, before the date that I pushed the walkthrough to. They, they could have done that they could have they could have you know just been really upset about it but they didn't they they i don't know how frustrated they were or worried they were they didn't because they didn't they didn't say anything you know they just let me do my job they trusted alturis you know they trusted and they didn't really know me so they trusted alturis when i said i we didn't have to push the closing date we just need to move the walkthrough date and i'll have it done they trusted us and even though it didn't look like we could get it done they trusted us and they didn't say anything so the day of the walkthrough comes three days later and i <laughs> i had to uh i had to beg and plead and you know bribe not bribe but i i mean I, I i literally had to like beg and plead to get the contractors there to finish that house and have it ready by the walkthrough date but i did so it got done and when they walked in they were they couldn't believe it they they, they just like they were so shocked because they'd just been there three days before and it wasn't even close to ready i mean not even close to ready and so in three days we were able to 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 button up the house and have it ready for the walkthrough and uh they just couldn't believe it and so we did the walkthrough we found all the stuff that was wrong you know we put a lot of blue tape up you know so there were there were there were still quite a few things to do but it was all doable between the walkthrough and the closing date which was you know 10 or so days later um so the closing date came and i finished all that stuff and they're, they're actually like i said so this was on friday so just a few days ago and so I still I still have a very small list of things that were not it wasn't possible to get them done. Um, there was some stuff that got missed that we had to order and things like that. Um, and so I have that list that I'm that I'm working on uh, completing for them. But uh, but yesterday there was one thing that from from that list that was supposed to get done. So I just stopped by their house to make sure it was getting done. And they uh, they. Um, anyway, they were just talking about how happy they were with the house and how they couldn't believe that 
we got it done and you know they just love the place and we're really happy with Alturas and the process and you know all this stuff that they were really happy they didn't have to move the closing date and, and all this and that um, and we had a really cool conversation you know they're, they're just really cool people um, and they gave me a card and just like a thank you card which nobody so those are, so Nick and these people are the only people that have ever given me like a card um, I think man there may be there may have been I feel like it's unfair for me to I, there may have been a third one I can't remember these are, these are the two that stick out though there, there definitely weren't more than three but I, I'd hate to like leave somebody out if they uh, if they did you know give me something or whatever but so they gave me this card you know just saying thank you and they love their house and you know I'm welcome to stop by anytime and all that and they also gave me a hundred dollars um and i'm not really hurting for money right now you know i'm not i'm <laughs> i'm not you know i'm a superintendent for a home builder so it's not like i'm rolling in money but i'm not as in need as i was uh, when nick gave me the hundred dollars um but for example i've been wearing the same pair of shoes for like a year and they're disgusting and ripped up and whatever because i haven't made room in our budget to to get new shoes <laughs> so I'm a construction worker and so I don't really care that much about my shoes but I'm just they're not very presentable you know and I've been it's been on my mind for a long time and I just we just haven't had the room in the budget to to get some shoes right that's not true I just we just haven't made room in the budget for me to get shoes so now out of thin air I have this hundred dollars and so I can go get a, a pair of new shoes and uh, you know feel better about the way I look and dress and and present myself a job can be as thankless and non-rewarding as uh, as whatever. As it could be the same as mine, worse than mine, whatever. Um, and I do enjoy it. I do like you know building houses, and I and I like I said, I really like the company that I work for. Um, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna hate your job 90% of the time. Like I, I just I just believe that. I don't I don't think there's a single person on earth that really loves what they do the whole time they're doing it. Um, and so you just have to find ways to. to Whenever there is a time that you, you know, for, for me personally, I've been thanked and recognized a few times over the years, and I guess I just have to hold on to those because, you know, I know I'm trying to do my job, and I'm trying to do a good job, and I try all the time, and even though people, and even though, you know, people don't see that all the time, uh, there have been those few times and more than that, you know, there, but there have been some other ways that I've been thanked and, and, and recognized. And so you just have to take it when you can get it, you know. And frankly, I say that it's hard to measure and I don't know when I'm doing a good job. But you know, I, I know when I'm actually working harder if I'm wasting time. I know if I'm, if I treated someone well or I treated them badly, you know. You, you and I both know deep down when you're doing a good job or when you're at least trying to do a good job. And so you have to remember that too, you know, um, that, that. If you're doing, if you're trying your best, then you will feel good about your work that day. If you wasted time and, and didn't try your best, then you're gonna feel bad about that day. So that's also a good indicator, you know, if you're uh, how rewarding or, or thankless your job is, you know, you know if you're doing well or not. That's that's satisfying enough in itself. Well, thanks for watching episode one. I will be releasing a new episode every Wednesday. Every Wednesday I'll have a new rant, a new conversation, a new uh, whatever out. Uh, and I will document it during my 25-mile drive home. Well, if you couldn't tell, I, uh, I kind of like talking. Uh, <laughs> and I like uh, answering questions and stuff. So if you, if you have a question that you want me to talk about, uh, uh, submit it. Send it to me. Uh, message me on whatever social media platform you'd like. 
or email it to me at jake at jakethewilkins.com. Uh, find a way to get it to me, and I will talk about it during my 25-mile drive. All right, see you next week.